The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. All right. Coming to work on a Sunday. Hard hats, lunch pails, steel toe boots. I honestly thought the Celtics worked hard worked hard for this win tonight. Credit to the Hawks. They kept fighting back. But man, the Celtics uh kept answering. So this was yeah. a big this was a this was a big uh Boston sports day. Like this day was built for sitting on the couch and watching uh Boston Wasn't sports it? teams. Like it was raining out. Yeah. Yeah, playoff games. So the yeah. Bruins took care of business and the Celtics take care of business. The uh, weather obliged win. us too, because what yeah. else are you gonna the do? The weather was like the weather my, begged you to stay in. My freaking daughter played a soccer game in pouring rain oh, today. It's ridiculous. That should have been canceled. Cancel that stuff. Uh <laughs> but uh yeah, so I mean the Celtics three and zero when Jimmy Toscano does the post game show. That's yeah, kinda how you, I don't think I can miss I any more it. games. Um, one twenty nine yeah, to one twenty one. I mean, this is this is a action packed, uh, high scoring game here. Yeah, it's been fun. Like, uh, it's been fun. Like, it's a fun series because Atlanta has some offense. They don't play a lot of defense, which means there's a lot of offense uh, coming it's, in the other side. It's been uh, more competitive than I think some people on this panel. Uh, gave the Hawks credit for. I did yeah. predict a gentleman's sweep, which is looking very accurate so far. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think first and foremost, we'll get into a lot of things. Uh, we've got we've got literally everyone in Atlanta, Sherrod, Bobby, Josue, and Amit down there. Wow. Um, Amit got the call, huh? Amit, Amit uh, went down to Atlanta too. So uh, we are, we're, we're down there en masse, full force. Uh, so Boots those guys on the pavement. Gonna, those guys are going to jump in in a little bit. Second, I think people don't understand. What, I don't. I don't think a gentleman's sweep is what you what you think it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a five game series. No, it's when you win the first three and you let them have one. Oh right, damn. Yeah. Okay, but I. So everyone. Gentleman's saying, sweep uh, is kind of this. Okay, this wasn't so they reversed it. Yeah, it's not a reverse. You're it, when you let when when the team wins their first home game, it's a series. There's right. nothing gentlemanly about that. You didn't give them that for that third game. Right. So, it, they, but they if they made, win the series four to one, it's close they, to. They threatened to make a legit series out of this this game. They did after winning that third game. So, uh, you know, kudos to Atlanta uh, for doing it. You know, for for. Uh, for um yeah i mean you know, honestly keeping it close but some big boy performances from a lot of celtics tonight right and you know if you're handing out three stars tonight i think you're going with uh you know uh marcus smart rob williams and jalen brown undoubtedly number one star of the game yeah. uh, Derek white looked like he was carrying everything early he cooled considerably marcus was awesome and um awesome. and then jalen brown I, I just i've never seen anything like that it was like you know Rip off yeah. the mask, mask take off. off the bandage. <laughs> you know, I mean, you've seen that stuff before. People have done that. A lot of people get frustrated with that kind of thing. But the funny thing about Brown is, like, actually his mask splits in the regular season were ridiculous in the other direction. He, when he put the mask on, he got superpowers. So what? whether it was the – I think he's a fed up about everything. I think he was fed up about thinking about stuff. I, and he's I like, so I, I, I'm done with this off off and yeah. everything changed in a very noticeable way uh and he was amazing uh down the stretch i mean i tweeted it uh you know just some of his final possessions drive and dump off to rob drive and dump off to rob locks down murray um and gets a steal hits a game clinching three Corner and then three. has that two-handed yeah. exclamation point you know slam 
just for the F of it, rips his hand back open when that happens. Blood's yeah. gushing down his arm. I mean, you know, that thing's still – that thing's annoying him. You know, I mean, that's that, – <laughs> he keeps – it almost feels like he forgets it. Like when he throws those dunks down, it's like, dude, you probably yeah. shouldn't do that. But yeah, he was awesome so we'll, tonight. Yeah, he was he was great. We'll get into all of that. Um, we'll get into a lot of double big. Um, uh, you know, uh, Joe clearly got tired of getting pushed around. Uh, it made a big difference, especially in the first half on the boards. Atlanta was able to get a little bit feistier in the second half. But, um, you know, he went double big as much as he could. And he really wanted Rob and Al out there together. Um, and he and he and he went with it. Um, quick, um, quick, uh, quick promo mention for you guys. Promo. FanDuel running out of time to take care of this deal. So uh, go get some if you're interested. Uh, FanDuel.com slash Boston. 200 in bonus bets when you yep. make your first $5 wager. Um, you could have parlayed Celtics, Bruins, and Red Sox today. You would have had a, made a nice pretty penny. A Boston parlay. Yeah, kid. I always bet that, and I, you know, I bet the house <laughs> I, on them. I bet it every night. Every yeah. night I bet the Boston parlay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, you know, what, uh, what, you know, we could go in a lot of different directions. I think Jalen's the obvious one, but, um, you know, you know, what else kind of tickled your fancy here tonight? Rob. I loved yeah. Rob today. I mean, he was just extending plays. You know, he allowed for some of those Jalen plays that you mentioned to happen. Yep. Um, I just loved how active he was out there. Um, I don't know. I didn't get to see a whole lot of game three, so I don't know. Um, he wasn't the same guy. Right. Um, not nearly as active. Didn't play a lot of minutes, uh, didn't do much at all, and they got mm-hmm. destroyed on the glass. I mean, they had 29 right. rebounds the whole game. Um, they have 49 in this game. Yeah, so, so, so it felt like that was a real focus, uh, yeah. you know, bounce back for him. So I, I really liked what I saw out of him. Um, so he, he stood out to me. I mean, you already mentioned uh, Jalen Brown. Um, I think he, he needed a like bit of a recovery game too. And, I, you know, we always get ragged on for not talking about Jalen Brown enough, but – I mean, this is just one of those games where you can't not talk about him because he, you know, I thought on a night where Tatum was kind of quiet, I mean, he had that he had that dunk towards he had a, Tatum had a couple big threes and that dunk, but otherwise I thought it was kind of quiet. Thirty one for him compared to Brown. It was a weird night. Thirty one. Yeah, yeah, I just thought Brown's scoring and you know, I would say effort was a lot more timely and it was just more noticeable, especially down the stretch in that second half and. Again, the Hawks, like, they kept coming back. They, they kept it close, whether it was Young or Murray. Murray's smooth, man. He's just, like, kind of pretty dribbling out there. But um, he, had a, he had a bad turnover in the paint um, late there. And, again, I think some of that had to do with, you know, Marcus Smart's defense um, tonight was solid, too. So um, there was a lot, a lot to like. I mean, um, but, you know, the most important thing is getting that 3-1, you know, series lead because yep. – Phillies, Phillies took care of business, and they're going to have all the rest in the world now. So, um, plus you want to you want to wrap this up in five and get that series right. started early because the earlier you start it, the less Embiid you're going to have exactly uh, as well. So you know you, you really did not want to drag this too late. Um, you want to get into those guys as quickly as you can, and the earlier you wrap this up, the earlier you'll play Game One. You really want to play it next weekend, mm-hmm. um, or you know as early as possible. So, um, you know, that's on the table, obviously, here with uh, with this win. If they can wrap things up, it's Tuesday night at the Garden. Um, nice. Uh, and that should, uh, you know, hopefully take care of everything. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, again, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say impressed by Atlanta, but, like, impressed that they fought. You know, like exactly. they, are who, they are who we thought they were. Um, 
they they can score and they've shown it and um they don't play they really don't play much defense uh right. <laughs> that's that's fine you know but uh yeah i mean this could have gone the wrong way this could have gone the wrong way they got clutched they, they as you said rob and his activity and keeping balls alive it's it was a weird game right cuz it was 6 7 8 forever Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I know it just kept forever. going back and it's and like, like that. if you just if the Celtics just hit a couple of shots to get it up to 13 and they can start to like flex yep. a little or like if Atlanta hits a couple it's a three four point game you know and here we go it just didn't happen um so uh hopefully no, we get a, I mean up, they yeah a couple three-pointers oh, we were talking yeah. about it um if the Celtics win Tuesday and this is what we're talking about um uh NBA just announced if the Celtics win Tuesday um, it will be a Saturday game, and that's what we're talking about. Okay. Uh, Saturday would be game one, and then May 1st would be uh, game two. Like, Bobby expects me to know what day May 1st is. He just sent me the schedule. <laughs> May 1st is a Monday, maybe? Yeah, so Saturday, Monday, you'd get into that. That's pretty good. Yeah, that, that's good. It's right. good. Yeah, 30 days in September. The 30th is Sunday. would be Monday. So Saturday, Monday. Uh, you might get two non-MB games there. 30 days in there. September? We're in, in April. Uh, in, uh, We're in April, uh, in, uh, April. It's, I'm going through that 30 days September, uh, April, June, April, and June, and November. Yeah. All the rest of All the 31, rest of 31. Except, except for February. <laughs> February. And then it kind of uh, like, how does it end when they say except February? It's kind of a weird ending to that little it's rhyme. A, Stu, it's, a, it's not even a rhyme. It's just It's, it's not just a rhyme. Like, it's, it's a sense. Yeah, it's just. It's just what it is, right? No, it's it's a gentleman's rhyme. Yeah, and if and if and if the Celtics, if the series went six or seven, if it goes six or seven, they'd open Monday, uh, May first. So uh, you do want to get those games uh, down for sure if you can, uh, and try to get try to get to Philly, um, you know, try to get to Philly right away. Yeah, yeah, cool. get get some dog. Um, Schedule talk. Yeah, well, I mean, you're. I mean, you know, we were looking ahead. Don't look this. too far ahead, John. Easy. I, I, Ox you know, can win. Ox can win one. And, for what uh, it's worth, those awesome. two, those two, those two home games uh, weren't really competitive. No, they weren't. They weren't. So Trey Young, know, Trey Young can just shoot the hell out of the ball. So I mean, he's going to take forty shots, and he's fine. But I mean, crap. You know, like he did what he did, but he, you know, he had a couple big buckets late. But then you look at the final line, and I, what did yeah. he shoot like? 35% from the floor. I mean, it couldn't have yeah. been that great. I mean, it they was made, six they for 18, six for 18 at one point, 11 for 26. He finishes up like he got 35. He got to the line. We're talking about Tatum. Tatum had a weird game. Yeah. I can't, you know, can't do anything else, but Tatum had a weird game. But I mean, again, when your bad games are 31 points, that's pretty good. The thing he did different tonight, he got to the line. I know he got to the line nine times last time. Didn't really feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the first two games, it was zero and two. So uh, he made it a point of emphasis. He definitely, you know, I think he felt like he hadn't really been getting calls. Right. Um, well, they gave him that three, flagrant. You know, or, three blocks. Uh, uh, that was pretty impressive. You know, they, they I think Capella must have gotten blocked like like nine times tonight. Yeah, it felt like it, right? <laughs> I think all of, I think every one of Tatum and Rob's blocks were on Capella tonight. Yeah, they, they were... I loved like the second the second third effort from some of the Celtics guys like blocking shots even like just the effort alone just going up and getting the ball so I mean this was a this was definitely a game where you knew that they they knew how important this one yeah. was you know what I mean yeah. 
People are starting to flood in. We like this. Come on, let's get going, guys. I mean, this has been the crowds have been nice. a little sleepy after a loss. I was really disappointed on how on this crowd. I know people don't want to hear it and rehash it. And I guess on what you know, crowd? The, Talking about our crowd? The loss after a game. The lo- the the, uh, the 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 what what day did they play? Friday. Friday, brutal. Yeah. Nobody wanted to talk about it. No. Nobody. It looked, it looked pretty bad. But also, we were like 30 minutes late, so that didn't help. Yeah, I heard about that. I didn't want to say anything, but I did hear about that. <laughs> I'm sure that didn't help. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, I, all right, well, we, we, you know, we'll go back to the lead. Like, what, like, I don't, what? I'm not going to get it. No, it's just, you know how, like, when we say somebody did really good, like with Jalen? Yeah. Like, everyone can acknowledge he looked different tonight, right? Yeah. Like a different person. I would agree. Right. So, therefore, prior to tonight, what did he look like? Crap. <laughs> Not the same. Yeah. It was really extracting. It was pulling teeth to get people to acknowledge, like, Jalen hasn't been right for a couple of games. Then when you see him get right and you're like, click, oh, I remember. It's like Not- the Derek White stuff. Remember when he just blows by you? And, like, he just runs by people and scores and hits right. layups all the time. Like, that's what he does. Like, he didn't do that for Who a few Who did he body? Like, Collins, I think. He just pushed him out of oh, the way. And he just did went all of that the... stuff. He used his strength. He went strong left and right. Yep. You know, played through contact. All of that stuff. He didn't do any of that before, uh, in, in the games prior. So, I don't know what – I mean, again, how much of that we, – we thought a lot of that was in his head. Um, mm-hmm. It was definitely in his head. Um, you know, whatever was going on there. Plus, I mean – Having that shit all over you sucks. So, I mean, getting rid of it is probably great. He but he clearly didn't up. need the mask anymore. If he can just take it off, it's not like I, I, mean, I imagine doctors wouldn't have allowed him There's to do a that. risk there. You get hit again, it probably hurts like hell. Um, I don't know if yeah. you can like re break yes. your face or what the risk is there, but it's probably precautionary because you're still yeah. tender and it's still healing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you really don't want to take another hard shot. Um, but he's like, ah, screw it, you know. And again, you've seen guys take the masks off before. The hand mm-hmm. thing is definitely, you know, was definitely part of it too. But he's like, screw it, this thing's got to go too. Couldn't feel the ball. He couldn't. He couldn't get any feel right. for with. He's like, you know, whatever oven mitt he's wearing on his hand. So you know, <laughs> gone. Totally different. I mean, like, like night and day. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I. I- I thought he looked like, you know, the Jalen Brown that we saw towards the end of the regular season. Here's he the was splits. Just dominating. Two points, one of seven, 29, 11 of 15. Damn. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, we'll never see that mask again, I guess. Never. Get a good look at it because it's gone. It's gone. No, he looked great. I mean, that's, and honestly, they needed it because I just don't think Tatum had that fire that, you know, you kind of wanted to see out of him tonight. So. Jalen Brown took control, and, and, you know, we already mentioned Marcus. And, you know, I, I thought Derek White had, did have a really good game, um, and so did Brogdon. I mean, all the guards really showed up tonight. Brogdon had, you know, he had a, such a Brogdon game where he just kind of did all the little things, you know, had a couple jump shots, good shooting. And, again, like, it felt like the Celtics always had an answer for the Hawks' response. You know, yeah. it was, like you said, it was constantly in that 6-9 to nine point or 6-10 to 10 point range or whatever and Celtics would bring it get it to 12 and then the Hawks would get it to nine and then it would go to seven and then it would go to ten and it just felt like even though the Celtics weren't pulling away it felt like they were still in control um and I think a lot had to do with the guard play so um 
was good. It's good. They stuff. were good. Uh, you know, you're going to nitpick something. I mean, uh, I, I can't get a handle on Tatum. I want to hear from those guys too. He looks. He looks. He's looked a little sleepy and passive. I can't mm-hmm. quite figure out. See, he's kind of a little bit out of rhythm. But he, you know, to his credit, early season Tatum when he struggled shooting or when he was having some tough time offensively, he was doing other things to impact the game. Right. He did some of those other things tonight, which was good. Um, there's Seven definitely, forces. if you're going to really nitpick something, there's definitely a who's the eighth guy problem right now. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen the, 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 there wasn't one tonight. There's not really one at all. The playoffs move really fast for Sam Hauser. It looks like, um, <laughs> and he has not been able to do much. I thought he was honestly though. I, I thought he was the fine. Like the first time he went in, I, I didn't see any big issues there. Maybe I missed not something. Horrible. But- but again, the trust issue there. I think you're just. I think the fear in a, in any game that's close is mm-hmm. like a ten two run before you do you can do anything about it, because he's just right. going to give up too much defensively. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hit a three, took two hit shots, hit one of them. I mean, whatever. That's kind of probably what you're going to get. But yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing, John. I always went back to like you guys always used to talk about like depth and stuff, and I was like, well, they have two really, 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 really good guys off the bench, and that's kind of it. They have seven starters. We, right. we did. We did debate the eighth player, who it's going to be. How it's. How, it's I mean, Grant or Hauser What a weird game, too. Like Hauser gets ten. Muscala and Grant each get one. Yeah, that's it. Grant got like thirty seconds, I think. That's rough. Yeah, and after Grant had a solid. I again, I didn't really see much of game three, but I saw the box score and I saw the highlights, and I saw Grant hit four three. So, I guess that really was just because White got into foul trouble. I guess he's really not really part of the game plan for this series because if anything, you would say he would have earned some minutes after that, after that game, but you know, he didn't. Yeah. Um, you know, but they Brown played 42 minutes, you know, Tatum had upper thirties. Jimmy, have I been speechless about Jalen Brown or have I been, ta- have I been talking about him for 50% of the show? I would say you've been talking about him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It, look, I'm attacking him. <laughs> Guys, Learn to take compliments, okay? Learn when people say yeah. nice things, okay? We're yeah, saying nice things. Accept it. We're saying don't, nice don't, things. Don't get, don't get <laughs> pushy with it. <laughs> Come on. I want to fight. You give him an inch. <laughs> We're saying nice things. Yeah. He took over when Tatum didn't. Yeah. That 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 back and forth, and again, Tatum will get some credit because he did get a couple points late, including that three, which, by the way, three was, was, was a backcourt on Boston, right? I thought so. What was that all about? Never saw a replay. Who did Smart dribble off? He dribbled off his own foot. I thought it was his own foot too, but I thought they said maybe they said that um, the defender. I, I found it was it Murray. Maybe I think they just froze. I think they froze. I didn't. I think they thought if it dribb- if he dribbled off his foot, it counted as inadvertent or something, and it didn't matter. Maybe they thought it was like a loose ball ish sort of thing, and yeah. they just froze. And before they had a chance to realize what happened, Tatum hit a friggin' forty footer that yeah. sealed the game. Yeah. Um, but that was probably a backcourt. But Tatum wasn't hitting shots uh, down the stretch that you needed to put him away when you're at six and eight points. And then Brown made literally every play uh, mm-hmm. instead of him. And shit that you don't see Brown do. A couple nice the, passes by Brown. The, the dump drive and to dish Rob. to Rob. I thought I rewound. I thought yeah. I was behind. I thought I was back. And I was like, well, he did the same, he did same play twice. He went yeah. to Rob. They actually looked for Rob. <laughs> yeah. 13 points, great. 15 rebounds for Rob. That was Rob had a great game. I loved the uh the board. And the 29 minutes and and uh and uh 
and Joe wanted to use him. You didn't see it. We were making fun of the halftime interview. Yeah, uh, I missed with, it. Uh, with, with Greenberg. It was like he's asking him a question, and Joe's looking at him like this, and they're up 12. <laughs> he's like, rebounding. Yeah, we're good. You know, and it's just like, but he was asked, like, you know, the double big, what he wants to do there. And he was like, rebounds. And that was it. He's like, okay, thanks, coach. And uh, back to you guys. They were like, uh, Joe, man, a few <laughs> words. Uh, <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. but, um, they, I mean, there was a purpose behind that, the, the double big. And I want to look up the exact minutes there. But they went to it a bit and they wanted to. And even when Rob got his fourth foul in the third quarter, he let him finish that quarter. And he started the fourth and then got a fifth foul early, which I thought was a little bit, uh, you know, dicey. But uh, but uh, it, it, it paid out. He came out there, came back in and then closed the game. You don't see Rob Williams closing games. The closer. No. What's up, no. That's uh, that's something we always you know, they, they haven't been doing. And, and they, they 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 stayed with it. They wanted it. They didn't want the cheapies. They didn't want the second chances. They wanted to be make sure that they had a little bit of rim uh, protection and not give away uh any bunnies? Uh, so Rob, uh, you know Rob you know, with a man's effort tonight. It, yeah, this was this was great to see from Rob. But you, you know the the one person that we're, we're I don't want to spend a ton of time talking about, but I think we need to acknowledge the job that he did was freaking Joe Mazzula. This might have been the best coach game that he has had as a Celtics. When you think about the way he uses timeouts, he didn't wait till teams to, to the Hawks went on an 8, 10, 12 0 run. He right. nipped that in the bud way sooner than he normally does. And his use of Rob, I thought this was the perfect game to use Rob the way he did. This was, I thought his game, his management of the game tonight was as good as we've seen him do in his entire run as a Celtics head coach. But to, to kind of piggyback off what you guys are talking about, Rob, this was. This was the Rob Williams that we've been wanting to see. Down the stretch, when the defense is just scattered, looking for someone to, to tag it and match up with, Rob was the guy that was always open. When Jalen would penetrate, there's Rob for the layup. When Tatum would penetrate, there's Rob for the layup. And they went to that in a way that we haven't seen him do before, in large part because Rob's ass down the stretch, is he's doing the same thing that we're doing, watching the game. So this yeah. was a this was a great game i thought for the celtics uh not not in terms of just how they played overall but just the 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 mental part of the game i thought was at a level that we haven't seen before from them in, in this in this particular series my favorite joe Missoula timeout was I, I texted the group about this one every once in a while al gets the ball and decides he's gonna run the break and it's always scary as hell and it's probably 50 percent of the time results in something bad happening um, and Joe was like, nope, hate it, don't like it, timeout. Right. On yep. a criti critical offensive possession there. And I love that because that's sometimes like, I don't like what's happening right now, so I'm going to stop it rather than let you work stuff out. I thought that was great. And again, the only thing I might have nitpicked, I thought it was, I thought he was playing with fire, leaving Rob in to start the fourth quarter there with the extra foul. And when he picked one up early, I was like, that's going to mess up what you wanted to do because my guess is, you know, you wanted another five, six minutes outside of him. And now when you're going to bring him back, he's going to be, you know, he's not going to be able to be himself because he doesn't have that. He doesn't have that but, leeway. But I, the one thing I will say, I would agree with you, John, except the Hawks, they just didn't seem interested in going at the matchups that would have would have helped them. Like yeah. going at Rob didn't make sense to them for some reason, which to me, it makes total sense. Uh, they couldn't get the matchup that could take advantage of that because often Rob was matched up with John Collins, who was absolutely putrid 
tonight. Five yeah. points, one for nine shooting. I mean, this he got was maybe blocks the, too. I think. Yeah, I mean, he was. I mean, this was absolutely John. I mean, if you had the like the John Collins lowlights, this is this is the this is the video. <laughs> it's this been is a horrible game. series for him, Sharon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so again, I forget he exists all the time. Right. Like I just so forget, do the Hawks. I forget so the, that he plays for them. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and aside from the fact that he's got just one of the more, most common names on the planet, uh, he was an he was an absolute non-factor. And, and again, that, that's I think that had a lot to do with why I think Joe Mayer felt a little bit more confident because if basically if John Collins was looking for his offense in that particular stretch to go at Rob, you're okay with that if you're Joe Missoula. In fact, that's exactly what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Let it go. Let, let him yeah. have it. Um, and you know, you, you got you talked about. I'm just Gabe. glad that he's calling timeouts now. I'm glad that he's over that phase of his life. Well, he's yeah. but Jim, I think he's he's made that transition from never calling timeouts <laughs> to calling them when he really shouldn't to now calling them <laughs> when it makes sense. Right? Crazy, I mean, right? What a theory! Yeah. And just the rotation with with just you know finding Rob, uh, making Rob part of the offense and not just on the lob. Uh, I That's, think. Because if you're Philadelphia and you're scouting this Celtics team, you've got a couple more things you got to think about in, in that in that series. Because when you think about the Celtics, you think about Al has the ability to stretch the floor, and then Rob is just Mister Cleanup and he'll catch lobs. But if they're dribble driving and they're just dumping it off to Rob for layups, that changes the way Embiid has to defend that paint now. Uh, he can't just immediately think that if Tatum drives immediately help out on Tatum because he's going to look to shoot or he's going to kick it out. He's actually looking to dump it off the Rob, who's oftentimes wide open around the rim. And those now are, is looking to score. Those are game three problems for, uh, for Philly. Uh, you know, especially if you start that series on Saturday. Yeah. Could be no Embiid to start. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm hearing Saturday is, is yeah, that's, I don't know if they've made that official yet. So but that's, what they said is uh, the NBA has announced that if the Celtics win in five, Saturday is game one. If it goes six or seven, Monday is game one. Yeah. So, again, earlier you get that series going, the more likely that you uh, will uh, start that series off without uh, having to face Embiid. And you guys really think Embiid won't play? Come on. I think he will play. I, 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 play. I don't think there's any way he won't be out there. He's gonna I play. think he will absolutely find a way to play. I agree. You know how it is in the NBA. They, they like to they like to act like they're hockey players. But the th- but you know stuff, but the yeah. thing about Embiid though, Jimmy, is that you you have to that you have to be if you're the Celtics cautiously realistic that he may not play just because of his long and storied history of, of health issues. Uh, I, I think if it were let's say Tatum or someone like that who had maybe missed the game for the playoffs with a little you know knee issue, you wouldn't think anything of you. You anticipate they'll play, but with Embiid mm-hmm. uh, because he, because of his long history of, of just having just lots of injuries you don't know if he's going to be available by saturday we and if don't he is know. yeah he may not be as effective regardless which would be right. i mean without them i mean it's a superstar league anyways but without Embiid, i mean they're they're a trash team well look, i mean listen you you go back and, and look at the game that, that game four where they played brooklyn and I, I watched that game in its entirety and I, brooklyn may be one of them they play hard but the yeah. basketball IQ of, of some of their core players is sad. I mean, there were so many opportunities in that game for them to just make the basic basketball play, and they just they didn't. Choked it uh, away. Yeah, yeah they, they, they absolutely – I mean, that, 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 that was a sweep. But at least the, the two games in Brooklyn, they should have won at least one of them, and probably both. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, no doubt. Um, so, I mean, you know, we're going to end up inevitably looking ahead. There's still one game to go, but, you know, it, you know, this is kind of where we've been leaning with a lot of this looking really, you know, the playoffs really begin here, you know, for the for, for all teams uh, in round two because you're going to have some uh, interesting matchups. There's some great series going on right yeah. now, though. Yeah, second round is going to be awesome. So there's some fun stuff already. Uh, one thing we do want to tell you about, again, just take a quick pause. Sherrod, I know you always like to uh, get a chance to talk about your guy, Marcus. Um, no, but I mean, you talk <laughs> about like, you know, it, it's again, it's the it's the stuff people don't want to hear, you know, uh, when, you know, during the year we're like, ah, guy doesn't look right. And he didn't look right. And uh, and everyone's like, shut up. You're, you're making up stuff. And then Marcus is like, yeah, I really wasn't myself for a while. Um, and now he's a little more like himself and that ankle. I mean, he started the season with it and he's just, I mean, when was the last time he dunked twice in a game? Probably at Oklahoma yeah, state. Crazy. Seriously. That first dunk. Yeah. Was nice. and, and, and the thing, the thing that I liked about, you know, I think it was the first one. Uh, no, it was the second one was he was angry. Yeah. He was angry because he didn't, he, he wasn't getting some of the calls that he thought he should deserve. He thought he earned and he just saw the C part and John Collins is looking like, oh, I should probably step over and do something about that. And this was this was one of those uh, Marcus Smart, bottle it up, knowing that you're probably not going to get another game like this in this series and maybe not even in playoffs. I thought offensively he was aggressive and, a, and smart aggressive, uh, no pun intended, with how he was attacking, recognizing when the opportunity was there, looking to post up a couple times where they didn't get him the ball, but he was thinking – about that and trying to make that happen and getting the ball to where it needed to be. But uh, getting I think to the, the basket, mm-hmm. you know, that stuff that, you know, he's yeah. been great. This was just, I mean, this was a real high basketball IQ game for Marcus Smart. Uh, and and to think that we weren't even sure if he was going to play. Uh, I, I was pretty confident he played, but he did not, when we talked to him on Saturday, he did not move and, and, and talk as though, yeah, I'm definitely going to be out there. It was kind of like, I'm still dealing with some pain. I would have uh, bet. My entire FanDuel bonus bet on, on Marcus <laughs> playing tonight. Oh, yeah. I don't care what odds you gave me. That, 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 yeah. that seemed like one thing you'll say about Marcus is that he, he's he, a gamer. He plays through pain <laughs> yeah. for sure. I he's did not think there's any chance he was missing this one. But you're right. The the, the smart and the the high IQ thing is is an interesting uh, way to put it, Sherrod, because it's like, you know, it's not just like I'm just going to force the issue and go into you know, traffic or try to make something happen. Even when he was, when he was going to the basket, he had a clear lane. He would up fake. He tried to get people leaning. He would use his body to his advantage. His shots weren't wild and off balance. Like it was really just clever stuff. The way he was attacking, Um, you know, he was, you know, you know, attacking matches and mismatches, but I mean, just like able to get to the cup, uh, the way that he was, was really, uh, you know, uh, really impressive, uh, you know, and you know, just his all-around game. I think he's just—he's clearly stepped it up a couple of notches, both defensively and offensively, since the playoffs began. He's moving better, in which I moving you know, so I, I think, he's so much better. I, I think for the—I mean, for the most part, I, I think, and I don't think I was alone in thinking that maybe he lost a step. And when you look at the way he has played throughout his career, all the the, the tumbles that he takes on the ground and all that—it's understandable if he had maybe lost a step or two you know, this season. But I mean, looking at him in this series, he looks like a healthy Marcus Smart who's able to move better. Uh, his lateral quickness is, 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 you know, pretty much where it's, where we expect it to be. And, and overall he is a difference maker for this team. Now, again, I, I don't know if his decision-making is going to be as on point going forward as it was in game 
four tonight, but this is this is the Marcus Smart they need. This is the guy that they absolutely got to have if they're going to have any realistic shot of winning a championship this year. Yep. Yep. I just uh, I just saw a video. I guess um, Bob Bobby sent this tweet to us, but uh, Dejounte Murray like bumped a referee at the end of the game, like deliberately. Oh. Like kind of like, kind of like got in his face. So I don't wonder what's going to happen. Probably with that. nothing. I mean, if you didn't hit someone, if you don't hit someone in the groin, they're not going to call anything. No. Nope. That's that's the only way you're going to get the ref's <laughs> attention these days. It seems you got to hit someone in the groin. Yeah. Well, he did it to a referee. So. That's what I'm saying. So, NBA might step in in this case. Yeah. So, um, they don't care. <laughs> we've got, um, here's an update. Dijon, oh, I'm looking at a video here from a, the Tim, our producer just put in the chat. Walks up to the ref. Let me look at it here. Oh, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, just... yeah. Not great. So, the great. bump was like this to describe it. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm. Or you can, guys, why don't you just toss it Listen, in the, uh, Grant, in the chat? Listen, Grant Williams got tossed he walked for less up, than that. If the face is here, he comes in, just boom, and and, and, and that's not great. Grant Williams got tossed see if for less works, than man. that. If the league doesn't look at that and, and, and come up with something, I mean. The, the I think the is, league is screwed. The league screwed, screwed itself themselves. by, do, by they, doing dumb shit. <laughs> the but, Draymond thing has totally screwed everything they this do. One's, this one's an automatic. Uh, good soundbite here. Here's Joe Mazzulla talking about Jalen Brown and the mask situation uh, and what happened mask there. Here's, uh, here's Joe. That's Bobby. I saw his face. <laughs> um, and then after that, I saw just his poise, and I thought he did a great job um, making plays at the rim, operating in space, playing off two feet, making the right play. Uh, to me, he showed uh, just tremendous poise, especially on the offensive end, and uh, he had the ball in his hands, making you know plays for himself and others. All right, first off, Joe, cool it on Bobby, okay, Mister. That was like a dad joke. I saw his face. I get it. (laughs) I get it. Yeah, hardy har har. That's it's an easy one. Low hanging, okay, Joe. Take it easy. Okay, take it easy. Good question, Bobby. We we at least know Bobby's doing his doing his job over there, John. Yeah, he's doing his job. Joe, can't you just enjoy the, the, the just just marinate in, in your success, Joe Missoula? Just be happy. You had a, you had a great game, you coached. Right. Bobby's just doing his job. He's you doing did your his job. job. Let's let's can't we just get along? I, I don't coach? know who. Yeah, I don't know who asked this question. We'll throw up one more Joe bite. Here's Joe talking about Rob. Okay, this better be good. Huh? We'll see. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Joe talking about here's Joe on Rob. Where is he? Talk about, Talk about it. it. Here you go. How close it's Bobby. Wow, he's still going. Get him, Bobby. Yeah, close. Um, he just has to be consistent. And so when he plays at that level, uh, we're a different team, and he brings an energy. And, uh, you know, he brings a level of joy to our team constantly. So uh, when he plays like that, we're different. What was the message there? How did you challenge him? Um, just, you know, Rob's the kind of guy where he's got to realize he has a lot of gifts and he has a lot of abilities. And, you know, it goes back to what you guys always talk about. Guys need to feel appreciated, need to feel empowered. And so, you know, every conversation with Rob's about when he's at his best, we're a different team. And so just constantly reminding him of that. I'm going to try not to think about Grant Williams when he when he's talking there. It was hard not to, but let's just focus on Rob. Yeah. Um, you got to play Rob. 
in order to, to, to have that happy, happy joy, joy feeling among the team. When Rob's playing like 19, 20 minutes, it's kind of yes. hard to have the kind of joy when he plays 29. So I'm going to side with Joe here. Um, I think Rob played 19 minutes for a reason last game, and that's because his head wasn't there. He wasn't that guy. And I think the fact that Joe st- – Is his head ever there? No, but he that's the thing like is like, like – in the clouds, it's, dude. It's like, it's like, oh, my God, Rob. If you just like – God, just do like these two things – like yeah. only two things. Do that you again. Do it again. Well, you're awesome. You know, like yeah. forget yeah. post up moves. Forget all of that stuff. Just do like these two things, and you'll be great. Yeah. And but like I remember that you're like things. really athletic, and like you know, like every yeah. time you go out there, you have to remind him. You know, it really is wonder- the level of management, mental management with Rob. And I don't think there's any malice there. I just think it's ultimately like he's you're just trying to focus the guy to remember. That like you can be this unstoppable force. Like, can you just do that? I just think that Rob is is so like um, he's so locked into knowing that I'm playing with Jason Tatum. I'm playing with Jalen Brown. My mentor Al Horford is is here. And sometimes I think he thinks that you know he, he thinks he's a kid, and that I'm just supposed to like kind of fit in with the with the you know I'm glad that they're giving me a seat at the at the adult table, but I'm not really an adult yet. Yeah. And 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 I think Joe was just like, no, you a grown ass man. Do you see do you see what you he do? doesn't know. He's he's Wait. he's he's Bruce Willis at the beginning of Unbreakable. Like he doesn't know, <laughs> you know? He doesn't know yet. He's like, I guess I never have been sick. And and I can bench press 800 freaking pounds. Like, that is weird, right? That's pretty, that's pretty good, John. I like that one. I like that he one. He doesn't realize it. He does this stuff. He does these superhuman things, and he doesn't get it. And it's and I, I don't Somebody get why I don't him. understand how he doesn't get it because his teammates tell him that, his coach tells him that. All of our damn questions are about Rob. You did this really amazing thing. Let's talk about that a really amazing yeah. thing that only you could do. And it's like, well, you know, I'm just trying to help the team. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Appreciate it. No, it's true. It's nuts. It's he it, was it's... but he was so good tonight, though. I mean, he, he was just so good. Um and he plays alive. Num- well, even though his numbers look good, I mean, 13 and 15 with, with two blocks and three assists, there were so many other little things he did. I mean, there were times where you know, DeJounte would like a look to attack and then he'd see Rob and he'd be like, oh shit, swing it back out. And times where, you know, that floater that, that Trey loves to, to hit you with, you know, Trey thought twice about taking that shot and he just pulled it back out. He prevented a number of shot attempts from being taken simply because he was on the floor. Um, and this was, again, this, this, is, this was definitely one of Rob's best games as a Celtic. Even if the numbers, he's had better games with better numbers, but in terms of impact, Big game moments. This was one of Rob's best. Definitely. And he just, I said it off the top of the show, like he just was so active out there, you know, and like he, I think he's the reason that Jalen Brown hit that dagger three, right? He kept that, that play alive and they dished it to Jalen in the corner. Um, So, I mean, he did a lot of little things um, out there too, not just the rebounds. And I just thought that, you know, if they can get, if they can get, I think I said this like after game one, I might be. I might have to have a massive apology, Cam, if he has an awesome playoff series because I was pretty down on Rob like all year, and I didn't really believe that he was just yeah. going to be able to turn it on. Um, but like you said, Game Three was maybe. Hopefully, Game Three was an exception, and you know the Rob that we saw tonight and the Rob that we saw in the first couple of games is the one that they're going to get moving forward. Because if that's the yeah. case, they're going to be pretty damn hard to beat. Um, you know, Sean just said it earlier. They have seven starters basically. 
No, yeah. There's nobody else, but they have seven starters. Yeah. I've used the Neo reference a lot last year because last year was the first year where he was beginning to believe, you know, like you can see he started to get it. And then the injury kind of set him back a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I guess the fear with Rob was the health. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a lot of people who were like, you know, Sherrod, you had that conversation with him and he was saving himself. But like, we weren't sure if we'd ever see it. If right. like if the next if the I still honestly, I think people need to go back and watch the tape. I still think it's 90 percent. It's I, I, I think people are forgetting what he was doing. He is not doing all of it, he, but he's still doing so much. But I mean, last year he was blocking threes when he was standing under the basket. You know, like, I mean, it was some really silly stuff. He was challenging a little bit more. He was a little bit more of a menace. Uh, he's picking his spots a tad more this year. Yep. And so and you picked up on that. Um and then it's just being smart about when to pick your spots. Don't jump out of the building on an up fake and waste all of your power ups, you know, like yeah. save it for a time where you really need that boost. And he's kind of got it now a little bit more, which yeah. I think uh, that's the key is if you've only got like 20 good plays in you, you know, or 20 bursts, make sure you're using them at the right time. Right. Yeah. And it, he got caught turbo. in the air a couple of times to, tonight. Um, but there were at least, I mean, for the, the two or three times he got caught, there were like five or six, seven times where he didn't. And they had to, Atlanta had to do something different. So he's getting better in that regard. And yeah. I think that's just, that's just part of growing. I mean, as a player in this league, understanding the mental part of the game, understanding what you can not, it's, it's for Rob, it's not about whether he has the ability to do anything. He can do anything from an ability standpoint. It's being smart about when you do it uh, and understanding that you don't have to waste all that damn energy. You know, if you've got like, I mean, if Clint Capella, for example, is at, you know, top of the key, you don't have to run out and try to guard that. You just wait till he just tries to bring his little ass down in the block. And that's when you got to D him up. Yeah, but, but yeah, but if, if let's say you know you're if, if Trey Young beats his man off the dribble, you can't just chill in a pay. You got to come out and try to contest that. Gotcha. But you know, yeah, and so he, he's he's getting better at figuring out how to discern between when to you know step out and, and contest and when to just kind of lay back and just let the plays come to him. Agree with all of that. And we talk about the best version of ourselves and Rob being the best version of himself does raise the ceiling overall in the Celtics. Uh, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors here at the Garden Report. Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy Toscano from The Garden Report, and this episode of The Garden Report is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com garden and get on your way to being your best self. Everybody knows what their best self looks and feels like, but sometimes life happens and throws you off. Maybe you're overwhelmed or you're down, but talking with a licensed therapist can help get you back on track and thinking differently. It's not just during traumatic times either. Therapy can be a great resource to empower you and prepare you for what is to come your way. I know it does for me. Therapy has helped me greatly over the years. I went through a stretch where I just wasn't myself. I was really down and the people around me saw it. Once I was able to come to terms with it, I took action. BetterHelp.com makes it even easier to take action by setting you up with a therapist easily. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. No need for an in-person visit. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you're on your way. You can even switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com garden today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash garden. Uh, getting back to what we were talking about, guys, uh, you know, Rob being the difference maker, I mentioned this, Sherrod, I wanted your take on it. If you were to nitpick just a little, not nitpick necessarily, but 
and Jimmy brings this up all the time. It's, you know, and we talked about it, seven starters. Yes, the Celtics have depth because they have seven starting caliber players. Interchangeable. It doesn't matter which five-man lineup with any of those seven that's in there. You're confident that they're better than the other five on the other end of the court. But the the drop to eight looks pretty significant right now. Hauser looks a little overwhelmed in the playoffs so far, um, and he was the guy who got first crack at it. We freaking saw Mike Muscala for a minute before you saw Grant Williams tonight. Uh, and, you know, he was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm playing. I'll play. And then he, then he stopped playing. And yep. then Grant for like 25 seconds. Yep. That's it. You got about 11 and a half minutes of eighth man tonight. Um, divided between three people, not necessarily equally. Um, I'm not going to say it's a problem, but seven's not many. And you run into foul problems. Somebody misses a game. You all of a sudden turn a strength into a weakness here. Um, so you'd love to see someone kind of step up a little bit there. I actually thought I did not think Joe was going to go back to Grant. I didn't. I thought it was strictly based on the foul trouble. And it turns out it was. However, I think he makes more sense in some cases, particularly his ability to switch on defense and do some of the things that you need to not have drop off everywhere. I know what Hauser gives you offensively and he hasn't killed you on D. I am worried about him uh, with some of these switches, giving up points in bunches um, and, and having runs. And I think Joe is as well. Cause he really wasn't, he, he really wasn't that keen on going back to him. Um, but there might be an eighth man. If there, you're going to nitpick, there might be an eighth man problem here. I, well, I don't think there's any question there is uh, because you're you're there is no eighth man. That's the problem. I, I mean, when, say, when, no, you, yeah, no problem when your eighth man is eighth man by committee, that's not good uh, because that means you, you literally don't have anyone that that can fill that void. And, and, and to me, you know, it's not going to necessarily cost you a series per se, but there may be a game or two where you lose, where you can't, you know, if, if, if one of your, 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 one of your five top five, top six guys, you know, gets an early foul trouble and you got to go a little deeper into the bench and bring in that eighth player. Who's that going to be? Uh, I personally feel that Grant Williams, by the time we did this all is said and done, will be the eighth man. I think Grant is going to find his way back into the good graces of Joe Missoula. And I don't know how, I don't know if he can do more than he did in the, 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 you know, the foul trouble stint that he got, uh, you know, in, in game three. So it's a problem. And, and Sam, this is a bad, I think, team for Sam, because when Sam, um, they're, they're so athletic on the wing positions that Sam's not going to get any clean looks. Uh, and I don't know if, if it's a, an official point of emphasis by the officials, but they're calling you know, offensive fouls and illegal screens and, and screens that aren't illegal. They're calling them illegal a lot in this series. Uh, and, and that's horrible for a guy like Sam because he needs those type of screens to get free. So this is, this is turning out to be a worse series for Sam than I thought it would be. Um, but I, at this point, you're so close to, to finishing this thing off. I think you stick with what you got. And obviously when you get to Philadelphia, you need that you, you're going to need grant. Uh, you're, you're absolutely going to need grant at some point. I think he will solidify himself as that eighth man. If you're able to get past Philly, I think grant will stay in that role. Uh, what are you laughing at? I was laughing at that comment. No blorp. He's got to be somewhere. Where is blorp? <clears throat> they got no. They got no eighth man. They need to blorp, pray that they stay blorp, out. Here. Blorp comes out when I pull out my funky water bottle, so I got to go find it. You know, ketchup or mustard. Yeah, uh, I pull up uh, the ketchup bottles is what gets him to kind of you know. Yep. Rise from the ashes. Yep. I don't know. 
Uh, I just think that, you know, a team like the the Bucks, like they have depth in numbers. Maybe not so much. Like you said, the Celtics are going to be more top heavy for sure. Um, but a team like the Bucks, they can they can kill you, not kill you, but they can compete with you. It's kind of wear like, you down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it is true though. Hauser Hauser's been an Atlantic killer. I just think the speed of the playoffs, the intensity and just having people coming at you and the switches and you know Trey Young coming at you know like it's just it's a it's a faith in Hauser thing yeah. more than it is a Hauser thing you know yeah. it's uh you know I think Joe's a little worried to leave him out there for too long as he should be I mean this is his first go around playing in the playoffs and I, I talked to Sam about that uh, before Game Three. And, you know, he and I didn't have to point it out. I just said, you know, how do you approach playing on the road? And he was just like, you know, basically, you know, this is my first <laughs> rodeo round. I'll let you know after game three. Um, but he's got a lot to learn. And I, and I think he'll get better. But the thing that, again, he's he's at his best when he's knocking down shots. And it's hard for that to happen now because, again, they're cracking down on screens. Uh, they're not, it's not as easy to set legal screens as it used to be. What it, is going on here? I, I don't know. I because I, I mean there were at least three or four where they called it, and then you look and there'll be something even more egregious that they don't call. And that's yeah. where the confusion for players and for those of us who are watching the game comes. How can you call that one, but you didn't call that one, which is worse than the one you called? Um, so the, the officiating it's just kind of a you know semi-hot mess of sorts right now on two on just too many levels to get into. Hmm. But we're That's not. Right I, but, but Sam. But, but Sam's got to be better, though. I mean, in the minutes that he gets, otherwise, you really need to go to Grant. But uh, like I said, from the beginning, I thought Grant was wasn't going to play much in this series, and will play more in Philly. So it's kind of playing out that way. I said it. I said it to start the postseason. My fear with Hauser would be, he gets in, he doesn't, he's not able to get shots off, or he doesn't knock down his first couple, and gives you know their mini run the other way or gives up a couple of buckets gets hunted a couple times though i know it didn't work during the regular season best defensive rating in basketball i don't want to hear it <laughs> you know um and that joe would lose faith quick because it's again it's the playoffs you can't mess around so right, like right. you really just can't just leave them out there and be like whoa that sucked because you just can't give away games so right. uh it's got to be it's got to it's got to be going right or else he's going to lose those minutes fast. Um, yeah. And that's where they're going to be. And I do think that eighth guy, if it's a, if it's 12 minutes by committee, I just don't think there's that many minutes to go around. There's about, there's the seven guys doing what they're doing, playing anywhere between 25 and 38 minutes. Yeah. And then there's 12 minutes left, 15 right. minutes left. That, that's all. That's right. what you're playing with. Right. Honestly, if that's how it is. And that's how it is. And that's how it is. That's a playoff rotation. Right. You know? Right. Right. But you got, yeah, but of, of those guys that are going to be in that, that pool of four or five looking for that in minutes in that eighth spot, my safe money is on Grant because you know, you know, he can play. I mean, he's, he's at his struggles. He's at his ups and downs, but you know, Grant can play. And when you've given him an opportunity in this series to play, he delivered, he totally came through for you. So I, I think, like I said, once they get to the Sixers series, I think Grant's going to play his way into regular, uh, rotation if you will as that eighth man and get past them and you know we're talking about milwaukee but i mean there's no guarantee milwaukee's going to be there i mean they got their hands full with miami if Giannis is not you know they will go uh so and if it's miami you know then grant definitely is going to play i mean doesn't it it all hinge on rob though i mean if they're getting 30 minutes from rob then grant's not 
that's those are minutes that that's aren't all you need. Gonna go anywhere else? It is, I'm going back to that Missoula thing. It's so interesting for him to for that to be a backhanded compliment the way that it was. You know, yeah. let's listen to it one more time. And it's uh, he's not taking a dig, but you can tell the struggle that they go through with Rob to yeah. get him there. This is um, just one more time on Missoula. Rob tonight, how close does he look to that Yeah, close. Um, he just has to be consistent. And so when he plays at that level, uh, we're a different team, and he brings an energy. And, uh, you know, he brings a level of joy to our team constantly. So uh, when he plays like that, we're different. What was the message there? How did you challenge him? How did he um, Just, you know, Rob's the kind of guy where he's got to realize he has a lot of gifts and he has a lot of abilities. And, you know, it goes back to what you guys always talk about. Guys need to feel appreciated, need to feel empowered. And so... You know, every conversation with Rob's about when he's at his best, we're a different team. And so just constantly reminding him of that. Yeah, that's 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 a definite dig. Constantly just, reminding him I got to keep that. telling this guy, <laughs> when you go You're out there. Good. Well, we, You're see good. It, we see it, how frustrating it is sometimes. We're like, why is he not doing more? Not, yeah. That's the frustration. That but we've, we've sure always come in back and forth on the physicality aspect of it. And I know we talked about this a little earlier, but that's kind of it, right? At home, you look at it, and it's easy to say, like, he's not jumping, he's not moving, he's not this. Right. But you wonder how much of it is him just, like, not sure, you know, or right. not – you know, I, it's really hard. He's a strange guy. It's like – it really is like – for those of you who have children, you watch them play, like, sports at the youth level, and you're like, if I could just leap inside their brain right now, oh, man, I could rip it. You know, like yeah. it's like, no, go there, there, there's the space, there's the space. Why are you running that way? You know, like with Rob, sometimes you see it. I'm like, don't go for this fake. Nope, you went for the fake. Don't. Okay, well, stay put. There's a guy behind you. You know, and it's like, oh, come on, Rob. You know, like right. there's moments where you're like, does he see it? And then there's some moments where you're like, he sees everything. It is so. It is so straight. Like everything. He's like twelve steps ahead. Yeah, so it, it is so it's a strange experience with him and it has been forever because like at any moment in time we in, in just our discussion and analysis of him we've talked about him making a leap into all-star consideration defensive player of the year and part of a big three or this guy's cooked and he's never gonna get it we might have that conversation like one day apart it's 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 crazy that we're still having it yeah, but but you know again, because of the tremendous potential, you ride it out. Uh, you if you're Joe Mazzulli, you have if you're if getting him closer to being his best version of himself means telling him over and over and over and over again how good he is and how much better the team is when he's playing close to that potential. You're gonna have that conversation every day. Uh, and you're hoping that at some point that it'll fully sink in and he'll embrace the fact that he's a pretty damn good player when he wants to be a pretty damn good player. And I think what we saw tonight, this is the kind of game that he needs to be able to <laughs> bottle up and keep it going. Uh, guys were getting him the ball on, on plays other than lobs, and his defense was, was strong. Uh, he needs to have that balance in, going forward. thousand percent. I agree. That, it's, it's interesting to see, Joe, to see Joe be so candid with that, you know, answer because I gotta remind him. Yeah, like it must be good. frustrating as hell for him because he he sees, you know, more than anybody what Rob's capable of, right? And then and he's those, seen it for a while being an right. assistant coach. So. But right. you know what's interesting with Rob? He acts and talks, uh, and, and the way he carries himself 
uh, is way more mature, like leader, like um, yeah. he has a presence about him, you know, and the way he talks to people and he really is dialed in. I don't know what it is. Just some, sometimes he's in and out on uh, on the games. Someone put up a comment here. I actually think it's really prescient here uh, and really smart. Uh, he, he does. He load manages himself. I think he's kind of, as we said, he's picking and choosing spots and he's mm -hmm. load managing himself, uh, which is just a strange thing. And it, it goes back to what we said at the beginning of the year. And even last year, conditioning is and has always been a thing with him. Uh, he threw his offseason away, not threw away. His offseason was taken from him by the surgery, so he couldn't really ramp up. But he's still one offseason away from getting in the best shape of his life, from being in a position where he doesn't have to load manage himself because he knows he'll have the wind to be able to go back and forth and keep going and, and do all of this stuff. Um, and, and it's not always there. This is Rob. Here's Rob on Rob. Yeah, uh, he has a he has a kind of even level of building work to turn you down at the same time, you know what I'm saying? So um even though he, he encourages me, you know, challenges me even in the middle of the game. Bless you, but challenges me all the time. You know, I thought we That was Rob on Joe. That was Rob, it seems like talking about how Joe builds him up and kind of even levels of building him up and well, taking him down. I, I I can understand why Rob load manages himself now because when you think about his start here did not get off the greatest to start with the missed flight and the practice and all that and and the injuries where it seemed that he get injured he come back he and then he get injured again and come back and I think at some point he just said you know I need to be the captain of, of my recovery I need to take a more active engaged role in my return to the court and I know they want me to play at this like you know level nine but. I can be impactful at level six and then I can slowly ramp up to seven and then eight. And I think that's what we're seeing with Rob. I think he, I, I, I that was a, whoever made that comment, that was a great assessment of where Rob's at. I think he is load managing his way up to being, you know, the Brad Stevens line, the best version of yourself. And that if you're, t if you're the Celtics, that's the greatest pathway you're going to have to winning a championship is if Rob just gradually gets a little bit better and better and better as the postseason goes along. Because mm -hmm. he was damn good tonight. <laughs> you know what movie that's from? Super bad. Huh? Right? Super bad? I think it's it's Jonah Hill, but I think it's from This Is The End. Oh, okay, okay. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah, we just on Rob. Damn it. We just tight. He's trying to make friends with Jay Baruchel. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Maybe he, it was a stolen line from Superbad, too, but it was definitely in uh, in that one. Yeah. Anyway, yeah Part-time Lord. Yeah. Part-time uh, Yeah, we, we, we saw, I know, somebody here put in the DeJounte Murray. We talked about that. Um, we did know that. Uh, what, the push? We, yeah, yeah. We, we, we knew it. We saw it, yeah. Yeah, we should post – we should – can we put that clip up? I, I don't want to get copyrighted by putting up the the video. Um, what do you mean? It's so, some 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 fan recorded it. It's well, that guy's gonna sue you, Jimmy. Yeah. Well, we'll give him credit. We'll toss his uh, Instagram yeah. handle up there. I, I'm told Bobby Manny's gonna show up for, for and talk for 30 seconds. Or is he we'll still keep, asking questions? That to we'll Joe keep the show going. Yeah. Still bothering Joe. <laughs> Joe Sway there. Yes. Good to see yes. his face too. You have the sickest references, Jay. Everybody says so. Your references are yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I remember that now. We've been really good at not talking about Philadelphia. I've been impressed, John. 
Yeah, I mean, it, I'm so I'm so tempted to just look past Game Five, but we shouldn't though. No, I mean, we did a little in the sense of like you know just getting to Saturday um, being important here, but again, a couple important things have happened. There's just looking big picture because again, what's Atlanta? Atlanta's a team you expect to beat. You get annoyed if you don't, um, you know, wrap it up in five games. I think any longer than that would have been considered, you know, to be not a, a failure, letdown. but yeah, a letdown. Yeah. You know, like, come on, take care of business. But they're playing well, and, and hats off to Atlanta. You know, I think, you know, we said, uh, you know, the Celtics said they took their best punch in in, uh, in, in game three. They took another good punch today. Yeah. Um, so, good, you know, good on them for, 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 for pulling this one out. Um, I didn't think the Celtics played that bad in, in game three either, honestly. Um, so, you know, Atlanta, you know, did what it, you know, expected Atlanta to do. One, it's boring to jump that far ahead. But two, I think you're just looking at this almost like as kind of a, like getting yourself right. What team are the Celtics? You know, you, they talk about like learning from last year and feeling differently and how they're going to approach and attack things. And then you're also, you know, so one is the mentality and the mindset. Are they going to be playing the style of game you want them to play, committing to defense, you know, the, the ball movement style offense, taking care of the basketball. Uh, when you've seen, you know, in, in spurts, both of those things happen, you'd like to see the defense clamp down a little bit more. But the other is like, how, what, what are we seeing from the players? You're seeing Rob, that has to make you feel good. The version of Rob you're seeing now, the version of Smart, that has to make make you feel good. The version of smart you're seeing right now, Brogdon and White continue to be Brogdon and White, really just rock steady all the time. Um, and then there was just a little Jalen Brown issue of like, what's is this bugging him? Um, and today makes you feel better about that because you know he ditches that, gets it out of his head a little bit, and and looked like himself again, just being able to just attack the basket, go, 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 go. Um, and he's totally different thing. So if that's something that's in the past too, and he's over that, you really have to just kind of generally feel good about the overall direction of where they're going relatively healthy. Um, and if the only thing you're nitpicking here is like eighth man situation, uh, I, I don't think that that's, you know, that's, that says a lot. How that's, good those, are sh- are. That's, those are champagne problems, you know, when that's right. your biggest mm-hmm. problem. Right. Yeah, that, that says a lot about how good things are for you when literally one of the biggest issues is who's going to be your eighth man. A position yeah. that, you're, you're in best case scenario, you're talking, what, 10, 15 minutes a game? Uh, yeah. If that. So your, your biggest problem is deciding whether to play your 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 future $20 million man uh, in round two. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I love Grant, but man, he, he hey, it's a Bobby. Oh my god, man. he's drinking on the air. He's alive. He's, chugging. he's alive. What's a up, shotgun Bobby? action? Can we hear him? What is he not? Can't hear him. He's got can't a, hear. Is he muted? Does he know that he's on? Does he know that, he, that we can't hear him? Um Earth to Bobby. A, I don't know. While Bobby's while Bobby's blinking, we'll while do. Bobby um, stares off into the abyss. We're gonna play uh, some sound from Marcus Smart here. Yeah, even when he took off the mask, it was uh, uh, you know hard to uh, recognize him. We hadn't seen that in uh, so long in a game. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've seen JB without his mask on the court playing. So it was a good. <laughs> so you know, he took his mask off and uh, he turned into a different player. He turned into Juice with the mask off. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, guys. You <laughs> Who's the guy in red? Is that mini Greg Bedard? He's uh, he's with the Hawks. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Okay, he's in the That looked like mini Greg Bedard. Wow. I didn't. Yeah. He does. See it now. Uh, I missed. We lose Bobby. Yeah, let's see if Bobby can jump in here. Bobby, do you see us? Bobby. This guy. Do you see us? I'll tell you what. This guy. Bobby. We can't hear you. No audio. No audio. I don't even think he sees us. Yeah. Don't do that. Bobby. Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark. Don't do it. Damn it, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see me, Bobby. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> no, you can't Damn do it, that. Where's, where's Joe Sway? I don't know. You tell us. You guys are the ones down there. I'm here, dude. I can't. Yeah, Sherrod. You're, you're the GOAT. You you always make it on. These guys, if Sherrod wants to talk to these box, guys. Man, Sherrod wants to talk to these guys. He'll pick up the freaking phone. That's what. That's so. That's that's how that works. Exactly. I want to hear what the hell they what the hell they were hearing in the locker room. All right, let's go. Let's try last time. Try number three. Bobby, give me a thumbs up if you can hear us. That's not good. Yes, he's on a delay. Very delayed. This should be interesting. Okay, go. Bobby. I can't do this tonight, guys. I really can't do it tonight. <laughs> oh boy! I need my, right. you know, Sunday night. You want to be kind of damn. That's right, down. Jimmy. It's a Sunday. I Jimmy's gotta watch session. Bobby's gonna get Barry. my blood boiling here. I gotta get going, guys. Okay, I've got some stuff to do. I heard Succession this season's pretty good. It is pretty good. I should fire it up. Yeah, you should. I, got I have a no lot TV to... shows. I got a lot. You should watch Beef too. Beef? I never heard of Beef. it. Beef. What is on that? Netflix. On Netflix. It's pretty What's interesting. It it's about, was it about Beef? It's about a road rage incident and how it, and then two people's lives become in, uh, entangled. But it's really about like rage. Um, it, oh, it's really like well done. Boomer rage? No, no, no. <laughs> next next year down. What's, what's before Boom? What are you? <laughs> Gen. Millennial rage. There's exactly. really just boomers and millennials, right? You're you're under 35. You're under 40. You're a millennial. You're over 40. Yeah. You're a boomer. That's it, right? Pretty much, there's yeah. Two categories of people. I'm a millennial. And, and then there's sucks, olds. There we go. Yes. Hey. There he is. Hey. All right, Bobby. Bobby, in 30 seconds, tell us everything you you, you want to talk about. Go. Oh, there's a ton in this game. Love All right, thank you, Bobby. Okay, good night, Bobby. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Good night. I don't. So where, where do you want to go? Because you guys have probably hit on a bunch of stuff. I'll go. It doesn't matter. You want we want go. you. We want you to go. I'm talking about TV shows now, Bobby. So, but let me throw square, this out there. You go. Despite five fouls, I thought this was Rob's best game I've maybe ever seen from him. Incredible rising to the occasion. Ever. The minutes he logged, defensively being involved and playing off the ball the way they used him last year and. Maybe he wasn't throwing down monstrous alley-oops, uh, but he did sustain for the game despite some tough calls on the offensive fouls throughout this game, uh, despite some hesitation earlier in the series, some games with less minutes. He comes out tonight and plays super aggressive, comes back off a fifth foul with 11 minutes to go in the fourth and hits two baskets off of Brown that uh, keyed this win, along with a outstretched dive for a ball where the game was kind of in hand but still you slammed the door shut there with the brown three right after and i think he might have assisted on that play too uh, just tremendous you saw joe fired up after 
getting in his face, kind of reminding him that this is what we always need from him. And that's exactly what Joe said. It's about consistency. I wonder how much of Rob's 19 minutes in game three was Joe not quite trusting him because we always go with the physical, right? Oh, maybe there's maybe they're holding him back. Maybe they're trying to save him. Maybe he's not feeling great. I think at the end of the day, a lot of these minute decisions get made on their trust in him. And they haven't seen him playing at this level enough. And if this sustains, it's going to be hard to imagine another team beating them because this was this was absolute dominance from him here tonight. Yeah, Bobby, we played that soundbite in the question you asked, and that was kind of where we were where we went with it. It was like interesting for Joe to kind of so candidly say, um, "Yeah, sometimes I got to keep telling him that he's good," and then you know, it, and it clearly sounded from. Joe's comments tonight that it was in response to, you know, what you see different from game three was like, he kind of did what he's supposed to do. And in game three, he didn't. So again, I, I do think the minutes were, I don't think he was, I don't think we ever thought he was physically hurt in, in game three. I think the minutes were reduced because he just wasn't impacting the, the game at all. He did nothing with his 19 minutes. Looking back on it too. I, I don't know about that decision, given that they, lost key rebounds down the stretch with they did but there. he wasn't doing he wasn't doing what they wanted him to do and the then, third quarter fouls and then, in that game yeah because you are sacrificing something with rob on the court you have some you know some issues obviously because he's not going to shoot and you know there's different things there that you're not so he has to be performing all of his tasks to the to 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 to, to, to you know his highest capability if not he's just occupying space yeah, at some point, though, you need him to maintain a consistent role. And there was room for double big in that game. They didn't go to it. They go to it tonight, and it was tremendous. I love when Al and Rob are passing to each other. I love when Al gets the opportunities to play make, and it looks like he loves looking for Rob. And Brian deserves a ton of credit for looking for him, too, because so much of what we said coming into the playoffs was as much as Rob needs to play better and step up and be consistent, they also need to find him more often. And they did that in this game. Smart look for him. Brown down the stretch, hit him numerous times. And Al on that great, great alley-oop early on got him fired up. And I almost saw Rob flexing on that play. I don't know if you guys got the other angle because we were behind him. Looked like he celebrated just a little bit. Where Al got in his face on, right after that play. I think Al, yeah. yeah. That was a good play. That was he really was fired up all game. He was fired up. Yeah, he had one play where he ran over like the corner and looked at the crowd. You want to see that stuff from him because that was he the is end a dominant one. He missed player. a free throw, but when he got it, and he, yeah, the end one there. Yeah, he's a dominant player, so he should kind of have that dominant persona on the court. Like, I'm going to dunk on guys. I'm going to you know, go antagonize the crowd a little bit here. I'm going to flex after my dunk. You want to see that from him. You know, We know he's not KG, but he's got some KG tendencies to his game that you want to see him fired up and getting this team going. I loved Al playing that role tonight because we know Al will do that. He did in game one and game two at the Garden, and he was in Brown's face at the end of the game firing him up and – this just yeah. looked like a locked-in group tonight. We lost game three. Terrible game. We're shutting this down. And the Hawks drew within four or five numerous times in the second half. And every time, the Celtics scored. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, I, I thought so. it was a really good Rob game, too. I don't know if it was his best game, but I, that, we pretty much started with Rob almost off the top of the show. Rob and Jalen Brown. Um, just, like, how active he was out there, extending plays, you know, just getting – you know, guys were getting him involved. Jalen Brown had a couple of nice passes to him down low. Um, you know, they, they've they made, um, what's his name, Collins, like non-existent um, this series, basically. So He's the worst player in the series. Yeah. 
So yeah. that's that's a killer for them. Hunter got going tonight, slowed down big time in the second half. Bay isn't giving them what he gave those Pistons teams against the Celtics his rookie year. Uh, they don't have enough right now in terms of depth. And the Celtics keep finding contributors. I thought Brogdon was excellent in the fourth quarter. Brown, of course, uh, I thought one of his finer nights offensively in terms of control once he threw the mask off. I still don't know why he did it. He thought maybe it was in his head and something just made him throw it off. But the underrated thing, too, I thought, was that he threw the guard off his right hand. And that might have actually been what, like, everyone's going to write and talk about the mask tonight. But I think taking the thing off his hand, he said I had to decide between lessening pain on catching the ball, which is what the guard was for, and getting feel on the ball. And he looked in control again after. It's so much. That's, I'm going to say it was, look, where where guy I and mean, what are we forgetting the mask was his splits with the mask at the end of the regular season were insane when right. he put the he mask awesome. on he went he was on fire so it's not the mask it's the hand guys he's not he doesn't have feel for the ball he hasn't been able to dribble into traffic attack the basket cross guys over do the types of things you saw him try to do it a couple times early and it was freaking hideous ball it was just falling out of his hand he, he couldn't do it he hasn't been able to do it since the beginning of the series with regularity he'll have one or two that he will keep it together but for the most part, it's in his head and he knows he just doesn't have the feel for it. So he can't aggressively, confidently attack. Soon as that thing comes off, he just started going beeline to the basket again and mm-hmm. playing through contact and doing all of these things that he was doing basically all year. But certainly like in the in the last 15, 20 games when he was their best player. Um, so it's it's entirely that. And I'm glad that he did it. But then he friggin' split it open again on that friggin' monster dunk. So, I mean, oh, if did that's he split all it, it open? It was bleeding down his it elbow. Burst. That, it burst. Burst <laughs> is the w- words I got in the locker room. <laughs> Jimmy. I didn't see that. It, that's, it that's completely blew up. Yeah, when I mean, it took honestly, the 30 second medical time. I take time, it back. Yeah. It's possible he cut another part of his hand on the dunk. It's totally possible. But he was bleeding. Um, and you could see it. They were kind of wiping it. I have the right it. hand. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, he might have to go right back to that protection if it's burst open again. And nah, keep doing what he's doing. Plus, yeah, let's wrap it wrap it up here Tuesday, and then get four or five days off. Um, super glue right. that shit. Get rid of the wrap, and then you're done. But it, it made a huge difference. I, I think it was all the hand. It's been the hand the whole time. Absolutely, that's, 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 it's changed his I mentality. Still, his always and it's on the whole way he plays. It was yeah. always the hand. It was always the hand. I still go back to that game three play fourth quarter down three he gets the steal and runs out and i think a healthy brown finishes that through contact and uh, wins the game maybe on a and one or at least pulls them within one there so he had to dump it off numerous times in that fourth quarter if you go back and look a lot of those passes because he lost control driving in transition the turnovers went way up in the series because of the uh, hand there so it's going to be interesting to follow again Every everyone looked at it coming into this series People, and was like, yeah. "Can he play?" It was less about he, can he play and more can he play effectively. And he hasn't been at his best in this series because that dribble with the right hand so limited. Yeah, uh, people are saying he was bleeding on the elbow. We yeah, all saw John, the same thing. They were me. wiping his arm and his elbow, but you couldn't tell if it was dripping down from his hand. That's what I was saying. I, I don't know where it was, but they were wiping here, but it looked like it was coming down from I his hand. I wish I saw that. Sure. I would have asked them about it. Yeah, I, 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 but I'm not. Do you it, think it, they have it, to amputate? 
Yeah. <laughs> they're very. They're it might very, be better if they remove it, John. <laughs> the whole yeah. thing. It, clean tear. Clean once break. you once you remove it, you can't injure it anymore. Yeah. No, it could have uh, been. Like I said, it could have been something else. I I don't know what it was. He he's I, just so great. I. This is why I talked about coming in the playoffs. He sets a tone for them that, I, and I don't want to make this like a Tatum Brown thing, but there's just sort of a forcefulness, aggressiveness, and a will to Brown's game that this team needs to follow more often than not. And a lot of times it is Brown just going downhill, and some people like this, some people don't. I'm going to get this done. Here we go. Who's jumping on the ship with me? And it might lead to some turnovers. It might lead to some sloppy plays. But when your hand's bleeding and you have 31 on efficient shooting after an awful start, that's what wins this game tonight. And Tatum, I thought, he got that heave off late in the shot clock, but another bad shooting night from three, another inconsistent night from the field. I kept saying he's got to close this, and it ended up being Brown who closed no, it. And Tatum's got to play. Tatum's got to yeah. play so much better than he's playing right now. If this game went in the other direction, and you don't get what you got out of Brown, this would have been the Tatum's got to do more game. You know, like yeah. uh, because that he, it was it last game. It, he didn't. He wasn't bad, but when you needed a bucket, he couldn't get it for you late. He didn't rise above. He settled this, a ton. He'd do the superstar thing. He didn't do that last game. And if the, if Atlanta chipped into it and Jalen wasn't you know going off late, you would have been looking to Tatum to kind of like, so are you going to do this or not? Um, and it didn't, uh, it didn't necessarily happen. Here's Brown talking about kind of what changed in his mind after he did his whole uh, situation here. I don't know. Maybe it was all in my head. Um, you know, uh, I just needed something different when I took it off. It just gave me the edge I needed. Um, it was no future references um, that I heard, but you know, I'll take the I'll take the win. Um, it didn't matter if I scored 25 or I scored two, as long as I just help my team to to be in a position to win. That's what I'm trying to focus on. Um, but I definitely need to continue to be more aggressive because I feel like our team is different when um when I got the ball and I'm being aggressive. I totally agree. I, you almost wish, John, they followed his lead sometimes. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of the time, like, he's just sort of out there doing it on his own. Oh, shit. Cinco box. Joe Sway sighting. Hey, what one, one hour and 20 doing? minutes in, Joe Sway. Um, <laughs> thanks Joe for joining Sway, us. Final thoughts? Hey, I had, to, I had to ask Jason Tatum an important question. Of course, someone else. Okay, thanks, Joe Sway. But I another one. Uh, well, the first one had to do with the uh, the, the flagrant, the flagrant that uh, Trey Young picked up, and he said he wasn't mad the way he got up. It did look that way, but he just said, "Look, it's something that uh, he was just trying to get to the free throw line." And he joked that he was trying to scare him a little bit, so that was good. I did get my question in though, a second one that uh, you know I had to ask him, and that was uh, just his overall, you know, going into this game and. and um, you know, the, after the after that flagrant two, just how he sort of just flipped that switch and him getting to the free throw line. You know, what do you get two attempts in games one and two? What are you doing differently out here in Atlanta that, that got you to the free throw line? He was like nothing. You know, I've just been thankful that you know they they noticed, and I'm just gonna keep it at that. One of those, uh, I'm not gonna get fined. I'm just gonna say, look, I'm playing the way I've been playing. Nothing's been changed. Nothing's changed in my approach. So hopefully uh, things will continue to go Jason Tatum's way in game four or game five rather in Boston. Um, did you ask him about shoes, though? No, I didn't ask him about that. 
Because, I mean, th- th- those are the questions that matter. No, get that comment out of here. John Zanis pie. I didn't put it up there. It's freaking Smiley McGee with the freaking heart. Get it out of here, John. That's definitely your burner. Dude, I don't have burners. I just say it. You think I got a problem? <laughs> no, I think he's just a fan. I think that, that, guy's, that guy's been around for a while. I guess. John's pie. That was J- that's Jimmy trolling right there. Guys, I got too many things to do here to offer. I'll be operating a burner in the chat too, okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way, way, too, way too many things going on. That's true. I'm playing sound. I'm running the friggin' graphics. I, I don't have time to go, you know. That would be, yeah, that would, that would, that'd be impressive. That'd be, that'd impressive. be a lot. There's no way I'd do that without outing myself, you know? Like I, <laughs> yeah, you would slip up somehow. There's no way. The way, no way Durant did, the way he slipped up, right? Something exactly. Like Dirk. I mean, yeah, Tatum's an interesting side note from this game and and like you said john he would have been the story if they lose this one uh i think he finishes eight of 20 so pretty much the same shooting splits as last game when he said but he six of 18 down. makes that heave three and then the gimme dunk at the end that was his shooting and the head. defense yeah you know, he was six he, he of fa- 18 and then he made he his fa- last two shots he found pockets to contribute tonight on off shooting night which is what you're looking for in the rebounding of and course as a team to his great. defense and the three blocks yeah. One thing I'll say in his defense yeah, on the shooting, the he, he, he ended up with the ball in his hands on a desperate clock, you know, three or like at least three times where he had no choice, where they didn't run. They didn't really run anything on offense. And that and one like, he oh, made was crap. a big shot. Yeah. Here, take it and shoot. So, you know, there were a couple, but it was, it was the passivity again and not really playing within the flow. He was just kind of there at times and not taking charge, which I don't do mind. Which I don't mind when when the offense is going well. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it, it's okay to sometimes take a back seat there. But when you need the buckets, you know, you need your stars to get the buckets. He didn't get them last game, um, and it was Brown tonight. Uh, Joe Sway, what else you got before we wrap it? Uh, you know, everyone making a lot of uh, everyone's up. It's great to see what Jalen did after the, he took that mask off, right? So everyone had their jokes, including uh, Marcus Smart and Tatum, and, and Tatum said that he turned to Marcus and he said when he saw him. Jalen out there with no mask on, getting ready to go. He was just like, "Oh, it's go time!" Like he, he was no question in his mind what was about to happen. And, uh, and Jalen performed at a high level, for sure. Um, but another, another key takeaway, Bobby. I don't know. You probably mentioned this too. Is um, just what Rob Williams had to do. I mean, what Rob Williams had to say about those final three, four, five minutes of the fourth quarter. Because remember, guys, we were talking about it in the group chat. I know John was kind of flipping out. John, which by the way, were you flipping out because he had five fouls? You didn't want him still out there? Or I it- thought it was risky because he was playing so well. I was afraid. Leaving him out there. So you meant like to to hurt the team? No, I thought when when Joe left him out there with four and then he got his fifth early in the fourth, I thought that screwed him because the next time he would have come in, he'd have to be passive. He couldn't challenge. He couldn't be his aggressive self. So I thought you kind of neutered that asset for the rest of the night by allowing him to pick up that fifth foul early. I felt that the next time he came into the game and they brought him in to close, he should have come back in with four fouls, not five. I don't know why you left him out there to catch a fifth. So I thought that Uh, that was risky because I wanted him, like you said, to be able to be aggressive when he did react to the game without having to worry that the next one and I'm gone. And I thought he got one and they gave it to Tatum. Yeah. Um, Remember he was fighting for the rebound and he he was was like, Oh, F and he swore. He thought it was on him. And that was like a minute into his, um, into his, uh, into his, no, with five, that was a minute into his re-entry. Yeah, and, that was oh, one gotcha, time. Yeah. And then I think even later, yeah. he was fighting for an offensive rebound and really getting yeah. close on Okongwu. Yeah. 
No, yep. that, that was one where they went up for a contest on an offensive board, and Tatum ended up getting the foul. That was the one I was talking about. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. There was another one. Yep. Um, yeah, because so, I want this to happen more often, right? <laughs> I'm sure we all. I'm sure you do too, John. Right? Seeing Rob finish games and coming off the bench, giving you that spark, but then again, finishing games so to lock down defensively. And this is what happens, right? You know, you saw the way uh, this team is when he's playing at a high level on the defensive end of the floor. So leave him out there. You know, it's funny. I did a um, I did a radio spot heading into the postseason and they asked me right at the end of the interview like give us your five your, your five that you want to see finishing the games in the playoffs right now and this, that was the lineup i i said and they're like wow no you know no marcus you know what what, what about um the, the, the starting line i'm like well no because i i think if derrick's got it going which he did today right this is a great example of that right and you want that muscle on the defensive end of the floor you want al out there as well because he's giving you you know something on both ends. And then you want Rob in the middle. So I think right now, just the way this team built, this is obviously before the the Marcus Smart, you know, after Marcus hurt his back. Uh, this is before that, but it, it still stands. You know, I would love to see this happen more often throughout the postseason. And uh, to, to, you know, get back to my point originally, um, what, what, stood, what stood out to me the most about his quotes from tonight's game was the fact that he said, Joe Mazzula trusted me in that spot. He informed him that obviously one, don't pick up a six foul, but two, you're going to finish this game. And that was my question for Rob, you know? Yeah. Did you know you were going to finish the game? Or was it just like a type of, uh, let's just see what happens type of thing? He goes, no, I knew I was going to finish the game. Mazula trusted me, and I appreciate that. But also, my teammates trusting me as well plays, plays a factor because uh, they, they make sure I don't pick up that sixth foul. And, and that was certainly the case. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, right, um, guys? The, the Rob closing the game is just something you don't see. Um, you weren't even seeing it. You just don't see it. Yeah. Uh, and... You know, so much of it is a trust thing. And that's why I feel funny saying that. I'm like, look, I know we don't see this often, but right now, the way this team is going into the playoffs, I would love to see that because it would boost his confidence, one. And two, you would start to think, well, this could be the norm. He's going to be comfortable in that spot in the postseason. Yeah, it's it's it's, you know, like there are some games where things happen late with the closing lineup that you wonder if you did have faith to have Rob out there, whether it would, because you are giving away some of the things that he brings that can kind of keep you alive. Offense stagnates a little bit um, and, you know, you're not able to get what you get. And then you've got him uh, in the offensive glass, getting tap outs, keeping balls alive, giving you second possessions that that could change the entire complexion of some of these games uh, where, you know, things didn't necessarily go their way. You just didn't see it much this year. So it's interesting. And, you know, double bigs back a little bit and you think you're going to see a little bit more of it uh, in future it. rounds as in future rounds as well. You know, certainly if, if you end up with Milwaukee, um, you know, in the conference finals and again against the Sixers. So uh, there's a lot, you know, there's there's a lot to go, but we got. You know, the, the schedule is out um, just to put up, you know, to, to wrap this one up here. Uh, if they win on Tuesday, game five at the Garden, game one against Philly is going to be on Saturday. If the series goes six or seven with Atlanta, game one is going to be on Monday. So we are back Tuesday and then we hope potentially a little bit of a break here before that next game against uh against uh philadelphia on saturday but we will see uh, all of these guys are heading back from atlanta heading to boston uh nice. game five is tuesday so we'll be back with a post game show nice. uh guys i'll be making an appearance at the garden uh on hey. tuesday what yep uh, yeah. everyone's going but me i may come back for a post game jimmy i'm going i'm going early for something um so yeah but i'll be there too so we'll have a we'll we'll do we'll group photos do a little selfies like little awesome i'm gonna have yep. to go too yep 
What's up, guys? Hey! Shout out to the Celtics fans that showed up. Nice, yeah. John. We'll get you. Uh, when shoot. are we gonna do a live yeah. show outside the garden? That's what I keep asking for. I'm never. I don't. I un- literally don't even have pants that fasten anymore, Bobby. <laughs> and then, you know, I just. I've been wearing sweatpants since COVID. Hey, that doesn't so, matter. You just need a shirt. I, so, I don't leave the house. <laughs> Three whole years. <laughs> <laughs> Three years, man. Uh, you know, actually, no. I have to wear. I have to wear a pair of pants when I go teach. That's about it. So I have one. Yeah, I have my. Te- I have my teaching pants. Yeah, just one pair. It's the same pair. <laughs> one pair. One pair of teaching pants. <laughs> oh, um, but we are gonna wrap it. Thank you guys for hanging out with us uh, on this. Oh wait. Uh, what yeah. do you guys think about Murray? Is he going to get suspended or what? Nah. No. Don't, don't look I the find, other way. Which I think I think he might. Might what? Really? He should, based upon the letter of the law. But I don't think they will. I think they'll find him. I don't think they're scared of that. They've well, suspended that a lot of guys this They've handed out a lot of penalties this postseason. I don't think they're going to be yeah. – concerned about that but i am interested to see what everyone said about that on the atlanta side post game so my my suspicion is that they're going to take a really long look at that and potentially make that move of course we saw it with grant earlier this year doesn't really need to be all that aggressive or um flagrant to earn a suspension it was, worse playoffs than are different. It was worse than grant what the yeah. hell is he so mad about just overall officiating we'll f- we'll f- yeah but it was wonder, worse than Grant's, and Grant got a game. So, I wonder if he spoke after the game. Um, anyway, of course, we'll have well, more on that if, if only it happens we had tomorrow. Somebody there that could found out. Yeah, if he did. Yeah, yeah not seeing any quotes from him. So, if, you, if, if only one of the five people we have in Atlanta could have spoken. <laughs> I'm here, fellas. Where the f I'm is Ahmed? Ahmed should have been in that Hawks locker rooms, like, you know. Ruffling some feathers, you know? <laughs> Make news, break news, guys. Uh, all right, it. we're out, guys. Thank you guys for hanging out. Um, Sherrod in Atlanta with Bobby and Joe Sway. Make sure these guys get home safe, Sherrod. Yeah. You know? Sherrod, make sure that they go home after The this. babysitter Not- is off duty, fellas. The babysitter <laughs> is off duty. Does that, does that mean the babysitter is going out with them? Or does that mean uh- <laughs> the babysitter doesn't do that? No. <laughs> Joe Sway, Joe Sway right. and Bobby, they know that. I let them run. <laughs> Just you know what though I don't I don't care what happens to you guys I need Amit okay then lemon pepper so, wings well at least Sherrod kept a, kept a hundred of, at one I could get a hundred bobbies no I'm just kidding we we need no, all I, of you I think Sherrod kept a hundred at one point when he said uh, that that one phone call you get if you were to hypothetically I don't know if you can use it on me man yeah, yeah you you haven't you have not you you have not elevated to bail. Staff, no, you're not there yet, Joshua. Yeah, so you might have to you might have to stay till Monday. You know, you're gonna have to stay till Monday. Yeah, when when you're when, you're here, when your your arraignment is on Monday. Yeah, I'm not bailing your ass out this weekend. Uh, yeah. Same thing with you, Bobby. Um, and I'll, I'll I'll do the shameless plug. Yes, please leave a like on this video if you liked it. You guys hung out for 90 minutes. You must have liked something, like right? Button. Smash that but subscribe button. More, moreover, subscribe and tell other people about it. Um, you know, in the playoffs here, we like the big crowds. We like to bring in new people, uh, give people a taste of it. Anybody you think out there is a Celtics fan who might have some fun hanging out and listening to these shows and hanging out with us after the games. Hey, John, We're now by the way. three years running. How many years now? This is insane. We have not taken a day off since when? Three years. The bubble. John, yeah. by the way, before we get out of here, we need everybody to wish a happy birthday to Lauren Williams. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Lauren. 
Hey, girl, happy birthday. Hi. She's like, thank God the series is almost over. No, <laughs> we can't see you, but you can see us. So. Happy yeah, birthday. Shout out to her. She came on the show before the series. Um, I come on after. So. Very, very nice. cool. Um, Bobby, all right. Very cool. Okay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, yeah. That's... All right, we will, see, we will see you guys on Tuesday, Game 5. Um, thank you guys again for hanging out. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel. Sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston and get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. The Garden Report is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Garden today to get 10% off your first month. This edition of The Garden Report is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. Visit AthleticGreens.com slash Garden for a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase.